What is up, guys? Welcome to another edition of Splash Play, where we have an exciting episode today, a bit of a fusion of ideas, where we're going to go through the NFL draft mock drafts, pick by pick, and we're also going to pair that with a little power hour, where we'll be drinking one shot of beer every minute. And here's the issue. Our normal co-host, my normal co-host, the man you know and love, Peter Overzet, wasn't man enough to take on this power hour, but thankfully, there is a special guest who was man enough, macho enough, enough machismo to get through an hour power hour and you're going to find him out coming up right after this on splash play Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Splash Play with a man you may have never seen before alongside me today, Chris Spags, but I'm going to introduce him to you anyway. I hear he's got some plugs about NFTs and all sorts of other dumb shit you can buy, but you know him. Maybe you don't. He's the man's. How are you doing, Mr. Man's? Dude, first of all, fuck right off. Uh, the coin that I made is a revolutionary coin. Also, start this clock. Let's start the drinking, okay? You booked me for 60 minutes. It's a flat fee. I ain't doing 61 minutes. Let's get this clock rolling, okay? All right. Let's 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 see if I can figure out how to actually make the clock work. Uh, let's see. All right. We're starting it now. I, I haven't even opened the beers. What are you drinking, man? Because I don't know. A guy like you uh, clearly has refined taste. I'm not sure what you'd be drinking for this kind of situation. A lot of people call it a power hour, dude. I call it a sour hour. We're doing a sour hour, dude. I got my lime green, raspberry, and kiwi sours. Let's get one in here. We're doing – I hope people are playing along at home, right? I hope so. I'm also already spilling beer on the on the couch, so things are going well. But, hey, cheers. I'm drinking Miller Lite. I hate sour beers, and I'm actually – I'm confused. I feel like that wouldn't be a part of the mans that I know through the internet and drinking a sour beer. That's the thing. There's a big misconception kind of about my palate and my taste and kind of my propensity for culture. And I constantly kind of surprise uh, people. And that's what I'm doing to you right now. I am deeply surprised. And one thing that people out there can do to surprise us, I think, would be to hit that like button. And, and Mans, I know you also are on Peter Overzet's channel. He was kind enough to give you uh, some of that runway that he's built for himself. But people should be subscribing to that channel, too, because that's part of the giveaway we're doing today. Is it not, Mr. Mans? Hang on real quick. What do you got going on with the timer? It just stops? Oh, it just stops and I have to reset it again and do oh, it again. Why don't you just do a 60-minute countdown and then we'll do it on each minute? <laughs> I guess that's a practical solution, man. <laughs> There's no way you're going to remember to do this every single time. <laughs> Are we sure about that would be the question I have. Fine. Here, up 59 minutes now on the timer. We're starting the timer. Okay, now we're, it's going. All right, it's going. So let's do it. They know another one. Does ePortsy not know how a power hour works? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Pouring it into the shot glass is very difficult, but I feel like that's the only way you can prove you're doing it. The other way we could do it is, I don't know if man's if, you're, if your cans are the same size, but Miller Lite cans, 12 ounces, so I have to hit five throughout an hour. We could do it that way too. Please don't ask about how big my cans are, dude. That's kind <laughs> of uh, gauche and just something very impolite to ask somebody. They're double Ds. <laughs> I mean, I can tell you know how to work them to get tips. That much is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we are we back on the clock? The clock isn't moving, dude. The clock isn't moving? Well, oh, because you know what? Because if I scroll away and look at anything, the clock will stop moving. But I'll, I'm just going to take swigs at this point. I'll take swigs for that one guy. Okay. Yes. And was there, 
I, I forget. Was there any other premise to this show other than us drinking at the top of every minute? I can't really remember, bro. I, I believe there was one other premise that we were going to go pick by pick through a PFF mock draft. PFF, one of my favorite sites to look at, one that provides a lot of great data. And I guess I'll pull it up. And, and now we're behind the clock already. We have to talk <laughs> about all these picks as we go. Uh, all right, PFF's mock draft. I'm pulling it up right now. And then I fucking lost it, <laughs> of course. So the number one overall pick, man, Looks like it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. You got 30 seconds less than that to give your thoughts on Trevor Lawrence. Dude, I love this guy's hair. He kind of reminds me of Sunshine from that movie. Remember the Titans, dude. Uh, I think he's like a real classic throwback dude. Seems really chill. Like I am worried he might surf a little too much down there in Jacksonville, but love his weapons. Love that guy, LaVisca Chanel. I think he's going to be solid, bro. Oh, so you like LaVisca Chenault too. I don't know if you know that Peter Overs, that one of his bits has always been leaning too much into liking LaVisca Chenault, sometimes to the point of making it awkward for his co-host to pretend this guy's a viable NFL player, but it seems that you enjoy that too. Yeah, there was somebody that said he was actually just the next Cordell Patterson, and I actually stuffed that person into a locker. Oh, like a literal locker or like a full-size one or one of the half-size ones? No, it was a foot locker, like a, a store, and then I just locked him inside of it. Uh, that's that's good. Hopefully he was wearing a referee outfit. So at least like he could make some money on the side there when he was trapped in a footlocker for no reason. <laughs> okay. We got a drink. We're on to the next pick. Okay. We're on to the next one. The next, the next pick according to PFF is going to be Zach Wilson of BYU, a guy who in another copyright stricken video of ours, has got, uh, some highlights. We showed a guy who looks good. The jets apparently taking him number two and man's he's a BYU guy. And I don't know if you know, BYU, they have a pretty strict student code there. They're not supposed to have sex not supposed to drink not supposed to do anything and this guy's going to new york i don't know if that strikes any chord for you no dude they're they're either not allowed to have sex or they're allowed to have sex with like a shit ton of women and i personally i'd go with the latter dude so i think zach is gonna have lots of wives and i don't know about polygamy laws in new york but i think he's gonna be fine bro this I also have I forgot to retweet everything from our handle. I am in shambles. I'm so intimidated by you, man. So pour I feel your, like pour your drink, dude. Time. Shut up and pour your drink. <laughs> okay. I'm not even pouring. I'm just drinking it out of the can, man. Don't yell at me. Don't berate me like I'm one of your hoes. Okay, I'll I'll toss it to you now. Uh third overall pick. Who do we got in this mock draft? Uh, so in this third overall mock draft pick, uh, it seems like Justin Fields would be the pick according to PFF. And uh, he's a guy we talked about with our, our friend uh, a couple of weeks ago, whose name now escapes me already, uh, who's now doing a lot of great things over at Underdog Fantasy. Uh, Josh Norris, of course, that's that's who occurs to me now. Um, Justin Fields, to me, greatly underrated to me, the most fantasy ready quarterback. And I guess the rumors, man, so I don't know if you heard, they were thinking they were going to go to Mac Jones here. And it does seem like PFF thinking Justin Fields is the pick instead. Yeah, dude, I call him uh, Justin Fields of Dreams, and if you draft him, I will come. Um, like, but like, actually come, dude, because that'd be a sick pick. I hope they don't take Mac Jones, dude. <laughs> I I hope so too. Did you hear the rumors at all, man? I know you don't follow the draft circles and cycles that much, but did you hear about how Mac Jones, the best interview according to many head coaches and scouts out there, and that was like the the buzzworthy thing amidst all the draft media people? I didn't hear that, but I just realized we are behind on our drinking, and we are on to the next pick. <laughs> We are already on to our next pick. I am retweeting your kissy face and your sour beer. And we uh, also should be one beer down by now, by the way, just to be clear. So I, I will tell you right now, Zach Dukes, I am never fucking playing MLB baseball DFS. I just never, ever. <laughs> 
Also, I just realized I definitely mistimed the beer thing. I had 12 minutes to finish this beer, and now I'm ahead of the clock. So keep that in mind if you're playing along yeah, at home. 20 seconds for pick number four. <laughs> pick number four is Kyle Pitts, the electric Kyle Pitts, another guy we talked about in our draft preview video. Josh Norris, an elite player, guy who's apparently the best receiver overall in the class. He's a tight end, and some people apparently are saying that he is the best tight end. Mel Kuyper, the best prospect Mel Kuyper has seen in 38 years. Yeah, that seems a little hyperbolic. I do feel comfortable saying he is the second best prospect to come out of Florida at the tight end position since uh, Anthony Fernandez or whatever his name was. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. There are there are some great tight ends who've come through Florida in the past, and I guess the question would be: Do you think, man, that that Kyle Pitts may be a risk because of the fact that a previous tight end from Florida has committed grievous murders that landed him in jail, and then unfortunately other places? Yes, dude. I feel like that culture kind of transcends multiple generations in the same locker room. We should probably move on to this next pick. We only have thirty seconds left for it. Well, the next pick is going to be a guy near and dear to all of our hearts, Panay Sewell from Oregon, a, a tackle for the Bengals. And the thing with them, apparently, according to PFF, looking to address the concerns of, of protecting their franchise QB, Joe Burrow, who's hurt. And I'm sure you know a little bit about protection, man, with how much you're out there on the streets slinging that thing around. Yeah, dude, I, I kind of call offensive linemen condoms because of the protection that they actually bring to their quarterbacks. Um, I think you got to protect this guy, Joey Burrows, dude. He uh, He's the face of the franchise. You can't just get him another wide receiver. Dude, he has enough wide receivers. You can just roll out whatever, dude. You got to protect him. You got to get a condom like uh, Penny Sewell's. Uh, Penny, I was trying to pull up some numbers for Sewell, and I'm realizing now that there is absolutely no way. No numbers. <laughs> Neither of us. I can't ruin the stream quality. You can't ruin the clock. <laughs> We're just free balling this entire show, Spags. Penny Sewell, I, I have to guess, is a good protection upgrade <laughs> at, at offensive tackle, and I'm happy to see him, an Oregon alum, a Pac-12 man, going to the Bengals. Number six pick, according to PFF, Jamar Chase from LSU, a guy who is a, a, a bit of a concern, I guess, because of him uh, driving. Dropping out of dropping down a little bit here. It seems like uh, he was uncoverable the last time he was in the league, according to PFF. Uh, I like Jamar Chase. I do think the year off always a bit of a concern that a guy just loses some of that sharpness. But have you ever taken any time off, man? Have you had? Can you relate it all to Jamar Chase to uh, just taking a year off because he knew that his value was so solid, so locked in? Honestly, I can very much relate to this. I invented the world's first physical cryptocurrency back in 2017. Uh, I was crushing it and then I disappeared for about two years until these NFTs came and I, it brought me right back, bro. It brought me back real quick, kind of like Jamar Chase. So I, I definitely get it. Yeah, no, Jamar Chase back in chasing the chasing those NFTs that are so important. And I think we're now we're now a little bit ahead of the clock, are we? No, we're still behind it. Uh, so the, the seventh pick looks like Devonta Smith from Alabama, another wide receiver going early to a team with Jared Goff throwing. And do you have any thoughts about Devonta Smith, a high level talent from Bama, going to a team with a QB and Jared Goff, who let's just say maybe not the best QB to be throwing to a high level talent. Dude, this Devonta Smith, he weighs like 132 pounds, soaking wet. It took him four years to get good, dude. I, I think he's overrated. Give me Waddles. Give me these other wide receivers, dude. Devonta Smith's going to be a bust. Also, in the chat, we just posted a Google Doc form. This is for listeners. This is for viewers, for patrons of the arts to win a man's coin NFTs, number 196. There are some questions in there. Do not share this link or you will ruin your chances out of man's coin. So I will post that in the link a few times, fill it out at your leisure. What is the street value of a man's coin right now, man's? The actual street value, uh, 0.042 ETH. There's a few up for that. Generally 0.069 with ETH pumping. That could be anywhere from 120 to $200. Have you been making some big gains in the crypto market? Seems like you know it really well off the top of your head. 
Uh, it, it, clearly, when you get paid in a certain currency, you generally know how much it's going for. I know that my guy Clairvoyant bought Manscoin 69 for 4.2069 ETH. That was a pretty nice day for me, Spags. So we are almost through with our first beer. You should be, uh, Mans, if you are not familiar, should be done with that beer by the 48-minute mark. I am, for- but mine's a little bigger than yours. Oh, is it? Oh, you, are you boy. size-shaming the beer? <laughs> hey, what we're doing? <laughs> you size-shame my cans, I'm shy size-shaming yours. <laughs> Uh, let's keep going through this mock draft. It looks like the next pick on the board from the Panthers is going to be another tackle, Rashawn Slater and Northwestern. And Northwestern, here's the thing. You're drafting a tackle from Northwestern. I don't want my, my linemen to be book smart. I want them to be big, dumb idiots who are willing to give themselves CTE in the name of protecting their quarterback, whoever that may be for Carolina. And I would say, man, that I, I don't know what you're doing here with Rashawn Slater if you are the Panthers picking him at eight. I wish my shirt said high Slaters instead of high haters. Um, normally I just say, uh, fuck off to the haters. And I think I'm going to say fuck off to the Slaters. Cause he's like not an offensive player that I know or can play in fantasy. And so he's kind of dead to me, bro. Okay. He's dead. All right. That's tough, tough to hear it. But, um, I, I bet honestly a guy I didn't even know existed before doing this show, but dead to the man's ninth pick going Denver Broncos. This is where PFF has Mac Jones going and Mac Jones. We talked about in our preview video, a guy that I think is a system QB that, uh, he can have great interviews. You know, who else had great interviews, Greg McElroy. And what's he doing now? Not playing QB. He's doing sports analysis. Uh, Mac Jones to me busted the QB draft man. Do you have any ideas or any thoughts about Mac Jones? And I guess Mac kind of sounds like man's he maybe has a similar vibe. So I don't know if you feel like a little bit differently here about old Mac Jones. Yeah. I just don't like this guy's name, dude. It makes me very uncomfortable. He sounds like he was like a football coach for Oklahoma in 1940. You know, it's just like very hard to trust this dude, man. He was just wearing one of those old like press hats <laughs> around the sidelines. Like yeah, making guys do like suicide sprints for four hours without a water break. While smoking a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Mac Jones going to nine spot to the Denver Broncos. Also, man, I know that Pete, Peter Overzet normally doesn't like to uh, eat during the day and intermittent faster. Are you fasting for this too? Or is that more of just the Pete thing? Because a power hour, I haven't eaten today either. And I feel like it could go south based on what I'm feeling going to right now. Yeah, dude, I'm actually very curious. I have had some bad luck on streams, uh, you know, drinking on an empty stomach. I did actually get a lunch in today, so I should be doing okay. We'll see. We'll see how uh, out of control this gets, bro. The 10th pick going to the Dallas Cowboys and Patrick Sertan is a pick from PFF Bama taking a cornerback here for the Cowboys and Cowboys. A lot of offense. I don't think they need anybody else on offense at this point, unless there was one of those linemen, perhaps a Penny Sewell. If Penny Sewell were available. Yeah, you're the Cowboys. You take him in a heartbeat. But Patrick Sertan, a quarterback, um, I'm sure Pete, you know, or excuse me, Mans. my apologies. I know you're also a Pete, but obviously the Mans is how we know you as. How do you feel about the Cowboys taking a quarterback here from Atlanta? Sorry, which quarterback is it? A uh, cornerback, excuse me, oh, from corner. Alabama, too. I fucked up two things. I was <laughs> like, I have not heard. I knew there's a lot of quarterbacks going, but I haven't heard of this one, dude. What kind of mock draft is PFF running over here? <laughs> this is some real off-the-board shit. Uh, no, it makes sense, dude. They have, like, every good, you know, skill position offensive player you would ever want, so maybe draft the defensive player. The logic checks out, bro. The logic does check out. So that is who the Cowboys are going with. They are not drafting a quarterback. They have paid a quarterback entirely too much money. They may never draft a quarterback again. They're going cornerback and Patrick Sertan, according to PFF. PFF given the Giants, Jalen Waddle, a guy you talked about earlier, man. So big fan of, uh, I guess, of Jalen Waddle here. And do you think this is a good pick by the Giants if they take him, given the fact they just paid a lot of money for Kenny Galladay? They also have Darius Slayton still in tow. They have more than enough weapons for a guy in Daniel Jones who they don't even seem to want to allow to throw very much. 
No, dude, they can't. They can't draft another wide receiver. I don't know what these guys over at PFF are smoking, dude, but it's like they've literally just invested in wide receiver every single year, every single free agency. They have enough wide receivers, okay? It's done. You don't need a Waddles, okay? Yeah, I agree. I don't love this pick from PFF, but the talent is there for Jalen Waddle. Uh, very good PFF grades from apparently three straight PFF grades of 80 plus for them. So that's a pretty good benchmark. Only receiver in the class to do that. The 12th pick, according to PFF, JC Horn, another cornerback from South Carolina. And the Eagles, a lot of turnover, man. I don't know if you followed that closely, though. I, I feel like you kind of have the air potentially of a Philly guy. I know that's not the, the lustrous backstory you have, but how are you feeling about the Eagles taking a, a cornerback at 12? Dude, I'm I'm a diehard Eagles fan, dude. The Eagles, I just bleed green and silver and like our other colors and stuff. And I'm still so chopped up, so steamed up. My beans are so steamed that we passed on Justin Jefferson for this bum Jalen Ragers. And now we have to draft a boring defensive player dude, when all I want is just an elite wide receiver for my Eagles. Go birds! So do you not think J.J. Ortega-Whiteside is a qualified high-level receiver in tow? Dude, I don't trust any athlete in the Americas from Barcelona. There's just like no way they're actually that great, dude. I, I agree. It's hard. Barcelona, Barcelona not known for taking a lot of great wide receivers to that next level. Uh, but, you know, they have Leo Messi going for him. Maybe he'd be a good receiver. 13th pick going to the Chargers and Christian Darasov, Virginia Tech, another tackle going to protect a young franchise QB. And I feel like we've proven the point and we don't know enough about these tackles to say anymore. But give me some thoughts on protecting <laughs> Your top, your top high value QB, man. Yeah, one thing I, I like an analogy I like to do for tackles is they're kind of like condoms um, <laughs> because it actually like protects the QB, dude. And so you can never have too many condoms, dude. I personally use three condoms because my swimmers are that strong. And so if you're the Chargers, dude, you're the Bolts. I think you get lots of condoms up front and you protect that little Herbert of yours. You know, if you put condoms on top of condoms, they don't work, right? Because they rub against each other and create holes. And then your little swimmers could break free, much like people will behind another offensive lineman being taken. Sounds like you're talking from experience, bro. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I just I like to do my research, obviously, other than when we're doing a show, apparently. 14th pick, go to the Vikings, and they're going to take a defensive lineman, Christian Barrymore, also Bam. A lot of Bama picks going early, and here's one for the defense with the Vikings, given the fact they don't seem to need a whole lot on offense. Yeah, dude. I mean, the one thing I like about this guy's pedigree is it does sound like he's related to Drew Barrymore. And that seems like it could be like a good pedigree to have as an NFL athlete. But otherwise, no comment. That is fair. He is. I don't think he's related to Christian Barrymore or to, to Drew Barrymore, but Christian Barrymore does seem like a qualified pick. The 15th pick in this mock draft from PFF and all shout outs go to PFF there where I pull all my data from. They're not sponsoring the show, but we love all their guys too. So make sure you're checking out PFF because we are blatantly stealing their not, mock draft. Not all of them. We, we like some of them. I mean, let's, yeah. let's not lie. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know anybody besides the guys we've had on our shows like Ian Harditz. I love, I feel like PFF George, PFF Eric, enjoy those guys. I, if you told me anybody, else pff good name them good name no them. i'm sure there's just like some just major dick in their accounting department <laughs> that i'd absolutely hate so i just don't like to make broad statements like that you know no that's fair you are a man a salt of the earth type and i respect that about you man's 15th pick though another salt of the earth guy trey lance going to the patriots according to pff north dakota state unknown commodity but the guy some people think have the most upside and and man's how are you feeling about taking a guy like trey lance at 15 if you're the patriots and you have cam newton there just dying to have one more chance at being useful in the nfl 
I don't really know why the Patriots would be interested in getting a quarterback. I mean, I think from what we saw from Cam last year, you clearly have the face of your franchise for the next 10 years. I think it's kind of set it and forget it. And I think you should probably just like draft your 900th shittiest wide receiver and just keep moving on. That is true. That is what they are known for, but apparently taking Trey Lance, maybe they'll convert him to a wide receiver to fill that Julian Edelman hole. Uh, we got Arizona's Cardinals getting the 16th pick. According to PFF, they'll be taking a linebacker, Micah Parsons from Penn State, and uh, I, I have no thoughts about him other than uh, hopefully he's stayed away from the showers. <laughs> Yes, dude, you actually beat me to the punch on a Penn State show. <laughs> it was going to be, I thought, maybe Spags doesn't go there. I get to go there. And nope, you went there ahead of me, dude. Rest in peace, Joe Paternos, dude. <laughs> That's another guy who probably looks like how Mac Jones should look, I guess, if you want to go through it. 17th pick going to the Raiders, cornerback Greg Newsom, another Northwestern guy. And did you know, man, that Northwestern to become a football talent powerhouse with another first-round pick? No, it's crazy, dude. When I think of Northwestern, I think of the journalistic pedigrees churning out the Darren Rovells of the world, you know, the Will Bonds and stuff. So, yeah, I think it's kind of they're turning over a new leaf and now they're producing athletes. And that's pretty crazy, dude. Are you a big Darren Rovell guy, man? Dude, I love Darren Rovell, dude. He posts these like parlays and I'm like, I get so fucking rock hard, dude. I see if someone has six figures on a bet and I just go fucking six to midnight in about a half a second. Are you hoping that he some point covers one of your bets that you're placing with the Ethereums that you get from the man's coins? Dude, I'm, I, I am absolutely offended that Darren Rovell didn't write up my historic auction. He's too busy with his Zed horses and his tops and stuff. He doesn't actually care about true art and true collectors. That's true. That is the man's coin, certainly the collector's collector coin to have if you are going to get any NFTs out there. 18th pick, according to PFF, going to the Miami Dolphins, edge rusher Quitsy Pay from Michigan. And uh, Quitsy Pay, which sounds like the the name generator in a Madden sim simulation, just decided to give up entirely. But uh, man's any thoughts on Quitty Pay being a, an edge rusher going to the Dolphins, who clearly shown more dedication to their defense? How do you how do you spell the last name? I'm just making sure I set up this bit properly. <laughs> P A Y E. Okay, yeah, dude, because I like to say uh, get paid, get laid, you know, get Quincy Pay, get laid. I'm sure he's going to get that rookie contract five years. He's going to get Quincy Pay, get laid. He is. He's going, and hopefully he won't quitty before then. Would be the hope for him. The nineteenth pick, Washington. Football. Are you drinking? Are we remembering to drink? I'm. I have to finish the second beer by the thirty-eight minute mark. Okay, I'm on to a different sour. Welcome to the smash play sour hour, dude. P Manzanelli, Chris Bag, smash the like button. I'll post the thing for the NF titties. I will say real quick. There's some questions in here. You got to guess who goes sixth overall in the draft. Who goes ninth overall in the draft? Get it? Six, nine. What position is drafted 69th in the NFL draft? Okay, that could be quarterback. It could be fullbacks. And uh, there's also a tiebreaker there. Uh, how many retweets on Schefter's tweet about the Dolphins pick at number six? When he announces who the Dolphins take, you got to guess how many retweets there are. So like a simple way to win a man's coin for yourself out there. So check out that link that's in the chat. I believe in the description as well. Uh, we got 17th pick though. We got the, or actually no 18th pick. No, we're no actually 19th pick. <laughs> 19th pick, the Washington football team taking Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. And that just seems like classic Washington football team and a, and a three receiver draft for taking number four. And I'm sure there are positives to Bateman, but uh, I don't feel like this is the pick for me, man. So I would go in a different direction if I were Washington. No, dude, uh, he's kind of like the opposite of a condom pick. I call him uh, Rashad Master Bateman um, just because, dude, if a team takes him here, they're probably whacking off like pretty hard. Uh, he is a sick prospect, dude, very productive, very young. He did come in a little underweight at the combine, 
the pro days, whatever they're doing with COVIDs and stuff. But I like seeing skill position players go because I can like draft them in fantasy, bro. Did, have you been following the the draft days, the the pro days for all the colleges that closely, man? I feel like you have so many things going on. How do you find time to grind some tape? Well, I'm kind of like a renaissance man's bro. Uh, I have my hands in a lot of different pots, a lot of li- different pies, like a lot of different things my hands find their ways into. And um, I'm just basically like a fountain of both knowledge and youth. <laughs> that is fair. Rashad Bateman, I, just, I had to look at the numbers real fast. 3.5 yards per route run. Looks like a good number for Rashad Bateman relative to the class. 20th pick goes to the Chicago Bears and shocker. The Bears go in defense, according to PFF. Travon Morig from TCU. And I don't know, Mans, I feel like I, out of all the things I think about you, Texas Christian, not the brand I would associate with you. Uh, neither about safety play either with Trevon Morig. Trevon Moore. Okay. Um, yeah, TCU dude, the, uh, Texas Christian, they're like the devil frogs. I think the horn frogs, they are the horn frogs, the yes. horny toads. The devil frogs too. Maybe the Texas Christian horny toads because they're not allowed to have sex before marriage. So they're horny toads, I think is kind of the logic there. <laughs> that is tough, but fair. Yeah. Trevon Morig apparently going to the bears. According to PFF 21th overall pick goes to the Colts and they're going edge rusher with Jason. Owe. Jason spelled like Jason Tatum, J a Y S O N. He is another Penn stater. And uh, do you think, you think man's that he had any issues in the showers over at Penn state? <laughs> yeah, dude. I, um, the thing about making comments on picks is like, eventually you run out of jokes about specific <laughs> positions and specific schools. And then um, normally you wouldn't think that this would happen only 23 minutes into the show, but sometimes <laughs> it does, bro. That's 22nd overall pick goes to the Tennessee Titans. who are also taking an edge rusher, Jalen Phillips from Miami and Miami turnover chain going to be big in Tennessee and look, taking a defensive guy from a defensive school for a defensive team. I have no issue with this pick for the Titans, even though Jalen Phillips, you know, not the top of my board, I'd say as an edge rusher. No, dude, how about this, dude? What imagine this, dude? An NFL draft where only offensive skill position players are drafted. Think how fun would that would be, dude. No defensive players. I think we just get rid of all defensive players. Like, what do they do for us? Unless you're one of those sickos that play an IDP, dude, I think it should just be like quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, the occasional tight end, and maybe a fullback. How about if we draft only offensive players, but we don't even have them like playing games for us. We just treat them as though they're commodities that we're using to put together, let's say, a team of our own. How would you feel about that being a format of, of competition we could put out there? Dude, that sounds incredible, dude. What if there was like, yeah, it sounds like a way for there to be like uh, like a stock market, dude, but for players. That would be sick, bro. You could assign like salaries to them and values. It'd be awesome. Look, I think that's something we could work on here. Maybe your next project after the man's NFTs, but we got the 23rd pick, the New York Jets. <laughs> getting a quarterback, Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech. And the first joke that comes to mind, not knowing anything about Caleb Farley, is not one I, even I will go with on Splash Play. So, Pete, what do you think about the Jets taking a, a cornerback here from Vatek? Dude, I feel like the Jets could literally get to draft every single player in the first round and still fucking suck, dude. Like, <laughs> I mean, is there anything that could help these bros out, dude? They're, they're a lost cause. They are perhaps a lost cause, though maybe not Robert Saleh, a guy I believe in who maybe can turn the culture around, and perhaps it starts with them uh, shooting their shot with a cornerback from Virginia Tech. The next pick up here is going to be Pittsburgh Steelers going to Asante Samuel Jr., of course, not the original Asante Samuel. They're not going in a throwback way. They're taking the, the junior here from Florida State, and Steelers go in defense. I, what, have, what goes better than that? The Steelers in a defensive pick. 
But I, I mean, I guess I'll just address the elephant in the room. Is is his father Asante Samuel, or is this like a total catfish kind of situation? <laughs> his father is Asante Samuel. In fact, it would be funny though if you were just named like a different Samuel. You're like I'm Asante Samuel Jr. <laughs> dude, I feel like man, I, I love my dad, dude. Uh, Pete Manzanelli, senior. But please, please don't name me your exact name, like. He, my dad did do that because my name is Pete Mancinelli, but I would just want to be my own human, you know? Do you feel like you're perhaps cuckolding your dad in some way or just that you have, it's so hard to live in his shadow. Which way are you viewing that? Because that's only the two options it's, I can see for being a junior. It's the schlong shadow that my dad, Pete Manzanelli Sr. casts over everything I do, dude. He was the ultimate crusher and I just wish he had named me like Brad Manzalina or something. <laughs> What about if it were like what, what? What was your mom's name, Peter Manzanelli? Regina Manzanelli. <laughs> what if you had gotten named after her instead, and you were like George Manzanelli? Yeah, dude, that would have been pretty cool. That would have been honestly a nice, very touching tribute. No, it would have been. Unfortunately, I guess we all have to live with the the shadows of those who've walked before us, and uh, the Manzanelli is no difference here. But the twenty fifth pick going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're taking Elijah Moore, an old Mississippi receiver. So the Jaguars have not only signed Marvin Jones at free agency, they've also decided to apparently, according to PFF, draft another wide receiver who will be above Lavisca Chenault. Maybe I don't know. How do you feel about that, Mans? Dude, please don't pit me against my love, LaVisca Chenault's uh, Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore is less, dude, so not drafting him would actually be better for the Jags because they're kind of set at slot wide receiver, and so I think this is kind of bullshit, dude. <laughs> that is, it is bullshit. It's unfair that Elijah Moore has to compete with a star player like LaVisca Chenault, but who knows? Competition good for a lot of people. 26th pick, Cleveland Browns taking a linebacker, Jeremiah Owusu Karamoa from Notre Dame. And uh, Notre Dame, a team that played pretty well this year, but is always perennially overhyped, man. And I feel like to me, I would never draft a Notre Dame player in the first round. I don't care which ones have worked out because they're all garbage people. And that's how I feel as a USC alum. But, man, how do you feel about Notre Dame and, and Cleveland taking a linebacker? Well, I feel like you're painting with a pretty broad stroke there. Can I tell you about one of the greats? And you tell me how you could refruit this one name, Rudy. Rudy went on to have one of the most successful NFL careers of any Notre <laughs> Day player. So checkmate. That's true. Rudy was known for his his Hall of Fame level career as, as a guy who made one tackle in a college game and in a, and then a film, a black guy gave a thumbs up. And that was that was enough for him to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. But yeah, that's 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 my mistake. I should have thought about that more before talking Notre Dame. 27th pick goes to the Ravens and they're going edge as well. Aziz Ujulari from Georgia. Boy, you would think I watch college football and holy crap, defensive player names are not there for me at all. But man, what do you think about Aziz Ojulari from Georgia? What's up with all these edges, dude? What is <laughs> is because I know about one kind of edging. Is that what these guys are planning on doing in the NFL, or is it something different, bro? That's actually what the position is. Yeah, they what they do is they, they masturbate themselves until they can't like to get close to coming, but not coming, and then that distracts the quarterback from doing what he's supposed to do. Yeah, dude. This is why I prefer the Rashad Master Batemans and not these edging dudes. It's, it's a fair point. Uh, New Orleans Saints are the 28th overall pick, and they're apparently going wide receiver with Terrace Marshall. Uh, Terrace Marshall Jr., I guess, is his full name from LSU, and a guy that I know, Josh Norris, is very bullish on being a, an underappreciated wide receiver here, and he's the other LSU guy who uh, filled in for Jamar Chase and was probably just as good. Don't you think it's kind of unfair, dude? It's like these Alabamas. They have 
two wide receivers, you know, the Waddles and the Devonta Smiths, and then the LSUs, they have your Justin Jeffersons. And that. Don't you feel it's kind of unfair that some of these colleges are like hogging all the wide receivers, bro? It is unfair. And it's un and like, why don't they ever go anywhere besides the South would be my question. These are all SEC guys. What's wrong with going West, going North? Why are they only choosing the South? Is it something where they're afraid to play in the cold? That'd be my question. Yeah, dude, and it's not, it's not like, you know, these colleges are paying them like truckloads of money and getting them to come there. They're just going on their own volitions, dude. I don't know what's going on. We got the 29th overall pick, according to PFF. Green Bay Packers taking another tackle, uh, Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State. And his name is spelled like Tevin, which I find <laughs> to be fun. It's like the birth certificate just left out a nest. But Packers protecting their QB, finally not just drafting another QB to just be mean to their QB. But it seems like a good pick to appease Aaron Rodgers, I would say, Mans. Can I just say um, one thing? It is truly shocking that we're only halfway through with this show and we still have an entire second round to go through. I just want to just kind of call out the dynamics of where we're at right now. It is going to be tough. How are you doing on your beers? I've, I'm currently about halfway through beer number three, so I'm going to get to five. Pretty I'm easy. almost done with beer number two. I am going to have to go to the fridge here to reload. I don't know if I have any more sours. The sour hour is going to turn into something that will probably give me more of a headache than if I just did sours. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it seems like your voice kind of trailed off there in a way that I'm not accustomed to. <laughs> no, dude, I just get a little choked up when I'm talking about the availability of drinks in my refrigerator. Also, Mans, have you ever noticed that you sometimes come across like uh, the Bobby Bottle Service to Nick Kroll? <laughs> dude, Bobby Bottle Service was uh, not even a speck in Nick's eye before I was born, I think is what I'm trying to say. Uh, and Nick Kroll, uh, he's a hater. He is a hater. It's true. But, you know, he was very happy with Amy Poehler for a while and then just left her. And it's sad. A comedy yeah, duo gone gone too soon. But if Nick Kroll and Amy Poehler's can't make it, who can? I mean, honestly. <laughs> That's true. Obviously, I know, man, you love celebrity relationships. That's one of your weaknesses. <laughs> it's just read it through us weekly and go and oh, I hope that these two make it. But unfortunately, uh, we got to move on. To did, you hear, did you hear that Giselle is getting brought on as an advisor or an influencer for DraftKings these days? Did you hear that? I, I, is that actually a thing? Yeah, I saw something about that day. Okay, that's good for her honestly yeah. cash in a, a good way to funnel money to tom brady with him and not being able to <laughs> advertise DraftKings quite yet but uh no hey you don't become a billionaire supermodel you know this man so you don't become a billionaire supermodel by being complacent no you don't you got to stay hustling you got to stay grinding you got to stay drinking and talking about second round draft picks <laughs> let's go we're still in the first round, 30th overall pick, Buffalo Bills taking the guard. Uh, Alicia Vera Tucker from USC. I'm obviously proud to see a USC person going this high. Uh, I would have liked if it were a position player because I got to say it spent a lot of time paying close attention to Vera Tucker, but uh, USC is a good team. So great pickup for Josh Allen and the boys. Dude, aren't you a little biased, dude? Do you have to disclose where you went to universities before you get so hype on USC's, dude? I mean, this. how can we trust you? You're not a reliable narrators, bro. No, you're, you're right. I feel like there are uh, the Notre Dame takes were certainly me being biased as an alum. But you know what, man? That's the thing about you. They've had you as a media watchdog for years. And and finally, I'm glad it's come to the Peter Overset YouTube channel and the Splash Play channel. Dude, I got lots of burps in me tonight, dude. This is going to be this is going to be tough scenes. 31st overall pick, Kansas City Chiefs taking a tackle. Dylan Raddins, again, this is according to PFF. It's obviously not what they've done yet. We can't see the future, even if we have Mans on here. We got Dylan Raddins from North Dakota State. And um, Dylan Raddins sounds like a fictional name of a cool kid in a sitcom. <laughs> That's all I have. 
I think what the Chiefs should do is actually take another running back here because it, you know, they tried it last year and it didn't work out. So maybe take another crack at getting a good running back in that offense, dude. That's kind of what I would do. That's true. You do still have Etienne out there floating around. And oh no, is this PFF draft only one round? Oh no, dude. <laughs> That's the problem. Dude, I guarantee it's that dude in accountant that I hate that just said, let's do one round. And everyone's like, no, let's do two. He's like, no, one round. Well, we may have to switch to another mock draft for round two, but the 32nd overall pick, the Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, according to PFF, they're going to take a safety, Elijah Molden from Washington. And do you feel like, man, maybe they could be molding him into a quality defensive player? It do, I do have to ask, is he related to Elijah Moore? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Is, is that how, if you have the same first name as someone, is there a higher <laughs> likelihood that you're related to them? That is, in fact, entirely how names work. Yeah, so you, you're you so smart, man. That's the thing people don't give you credit for. If this is the analysis we have in the first round, just imagine what's coming in the second round. <laughs> so the second round, apparently PFF does have a second round draft, but they give no write-ups, and it's on a separate link. So I would say as a, as a PFF fan, not the best content creation job, but round two starts... <laughs> Oh, no. So this must have been done with somebody else. Round two, Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, wonder who they take, man. Are we going to be doubling up on picks <laughs> with this mock draft? <laughs> they take Asante Samuel, who's a who is a junior at Florida State. And here's the question I would have. Is he even related to Asante Samuel? That's that's what I'm going to ask you, man. What do you think the Jaguars taking him? Hang on, I'm a little I'm a little distracted. Uh, I got to admit, dude, I'm a crusher, but I still like these top shot packs, and I apparently they're doing a random <laughs> backdrop right now so i do just gotta get in the queue real quick so if you could just chill for a second maybe talk about notre dame usc your favorite scene in the movie rudy <laughs> well we got i mean it's in 30 minutes so we're not there yet you're right dude it's in 30 minutes but i like to get in the queue early because i've always said if you're if you're not 30 minutes early for the queue you're late it is uh i'm seeing on top shot now man because i too have joined the top shot streets and actually I'm, i now can cash out on top shot and i'm about ready to cash out on the top shot streets but a hundred thousand packs coming out for a little stress test so that's that's fine have you been how closely have you been following top shot did you get involved in the the tops mlb version that came out recently that everybody seemed to love dude those tops dude don't okay i'm actually glad i get to talk about this on a stream dude i almost forgot about this fucking bullshit dude they come out with their little twirling wooden coin look at in the corner of this stream you see my twirling man's coin that i put in your box yeah, it's swirling it's swirling because i was like i'm so sick of looking at these dumb pillows and your little usc blanket i was like we got to get my man's coin up there spinning tops comes out with this wooden coin dude it's also like wooden coin like connotes like the 1920s okay it's just the most archaic shit they're ripping off me and not even in an inventive way and so i see this tops bullshit and people posting their their little wooden nickels dude and it tilts me to no end but what they say, imitations is the highest form of flatters. That's true. They just saw a superior NFT out there, and they were like, we have to steal everything they're doing. And you would think they would go to Top Shop, but instead they were like, no, the man's coin is really the one that we're going to steal everything from. So it's unfortunate to see. I agree. You got some questions in chat real fast, because the draft part, I feel like <laughs> now we fucked it all up. <laughs> but, uh, Paul V asking, well, does this mean that Pete Overzet and Pete Manzanelli are related? You are both Pete's, and that does fit the naming correlation that you talked about. Yeah, dude, there's, um, it feels like you might be onto something there. I kind of just revealed that first name is actually more predictive for relations than last names. And so you're a pretty big brain, dude. 
I mean, that's why for me, I've always been proud of my legacy of Christopher Columbus coming to this country. And, and really, and that's the thing you can never poke holes in. You, when he came over here, he changed everything for the better. And that to me has been a proud point as his, as one of his ancestors or as whatever, what's the inverse of an ancestor? <laughs> what's the, one of his current ancestors? Your future children. <laughs> yeah, so, something like that. Um, we got uh, one question for Brian Schultz before we get back to the draft parts. What's your top shot username is what Brian wants to know because he wants to send you a mome, which is the way the cool kids are saying moment. This is a trick question. There's no way I can win responding to this. <laughs> so, so we just move on. <laughs> I played the fifth. <laughs> so, you know, you could send it to Chris Spags on Top Shot. <laughs> yes, no, that's the deal. Send it to Spags, dude. This guy is a bitter Top Shot rent seeker. He's not a true collector. He's just trying to extract value from the ecosystem. So send him a fucking Fred Van Vliet. You know what I did was I actually invested in the community by getting the Mike Conley special uh, challenge. You, you, know what you completed a challenge? I did. I did. Oh, you're a true collector, bro. And you know what happened is I spent over $350 to complete that challenge. You know what Mike Conley's worth now? Sub 100. <laughs> so. That's how I know you're a true collector because you lost money doing something on Top Shot. Oh, it's it's great fun. Great fun. Uh, back to the mock draft and back to drinking too because we got about 20. Hey, hey smart guy here. We know what the opposite of it is. Uh, ancestor is of course it's a descendant of course oh yeah how could man i'm shocked that i just didn't people don't get the bit that we didn't know <laughs> by the way great movie with george clooney's the descendants takes place in hawaii's alexander payne i believe is the director honestly george clooney just wanted to have a nice vacation for himself and wear hawaiian shirts i think <laughs> no i mean like i mean adam sandler's done that like 19 times you know he just has True. some studio foot the bill for him and his friends to go film a movie. I feel like I should do that. We should go, we should go to film a movie somewhere. I'll make Warner Bros pay for it. Oh, I thought you were doing sex stuff. <laughs> so that sounded initially, hey, we should go film a movie somewhere. That sounds, <laughs> normally that does lead to, to alleyway sex would be in particular. Reel it in, Spags. Reel it in, dude. We're trying to stay on track on this show, and you're really bringing it down. All right, round two here. We got Asante Samuel Jr. going to Florida State. We got the Jets taking Alicia Vera Tucker. We have the Atlanta Falcons taking a new player who wasn't in the other draft, Carlos Basham Jr. from Wake Forest. And I know, man, do you love to bash him? Bash him? More like, what? what's his first name? Carlos. Carlos Splash him, dude. Should we make him the new patron saint of this show? You know, we go for these splash plays. Maybe it's a uh, bash plays now. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's an edge rusher who's going to contribute a lot of highlights for us to point to. Maybe he'll be make good friends with Sir Purr and their NFC South divisional rivalries. Uh, <laughs> Brian Schultz, when's man's the movie? That's a good question. That's right. I believe there are lots of, you know, Hollywood investors and producers watching this stream. They're going to see my talent and they're going to say, we have one takeaway. This man needs to be the leading protagonist in one of our films. Yes, it's impossible to get an independent movie made these days. Yes, we have to make Transformers 9 just to get something into theaters. But Mans is the kind of transcendent, charismatic talent that can buck the trend and reshape the entire cinematic industry. Are you doing an actual piss? <laughs> What's going on? It's, I might have huh? recorded this into a quick time recording and sent it to lots of directors <laughs> at one point or another. I'm sorry that it felt so canned. We got Miami Dolphins at the 36 pick taking linebacker Zaven Collins from Tulsa. We are getting to the point now. These names aren't names. New How game. are you named Zaven? New game. <laughs> Spelling bee. Spelling bee. You give me one of these names and we spell them. 
Okay, how do you spell Zaven? This was the question I had when I thought of the game. Is it spelled like Xavier? Is it? It's spelled like Raven, but with a Z. His name is literally Z A V E N. <laughs> yes, that's his dude, name. That's badass, dude. I'd trip over myself running to the podium to get that pick in, dude. That's true. And he's going to get Roger Goodell's going to get to hug them now because he's been vaccinated properly. So he's ready to hug Zaven. Wait, dude. The Baltimore's has to draft him, dude. Zaven the Raven would be the <laughs> sickest name ever, dude. Honestly, not a bad mascot theme either. I wouldn't hate it. Uh, we got the Philadelphia Eagles taking wide receiver Rondale Moore from Purdue. I feel like this one you could spell. Mm. Rondell Moore. No, I know how to spell this dude. This dude, you want to know why he's easy to spell? Because he's like four foot six, dude. So it's only a few letters. R-O-N-D-A-L-E space M-O-O-R-E. Yeah, you nailed it. That's that's classic Rondale. I've watched this guy do squats in his like tidy whities and stuff. We both can deadlift around the same amount, dude. This guy is, he's a pipsqueak, dude, but he's pretty fast. He's pretty agile. He's kind of like Mighty Mouse. He's like a mouse, but he's mighty. Based on the way you just explained him, I'm going to say that he's this year's KJ Hamler with nothing else to back that up. No, that's, I think that's fair. I think he was a little bit more productive in college, <laughs> if you mind me, you know, getting a little technical. <laughs> No, it's important. I'm so glad. It's funny because, like, you know, the mans we just think of you is so superficial, yet you're digging deep on stats to get to know the Rondale Moores of the world even better. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's a little bit of a bummer. I actually think he might be able to sneak into the back end of the first round, but if he falls to the second, dude, it's all good. <laughs> uh, I hustle for it, saying, Spags, I need you to put in some work on lineup sites to help me win instead of grab assing with the mans. I'm, in fact, not on shows today doing lineups to help you win because I can grab ass with the mans. It's honestly, mans, I would say, as valuable as winning $100,000 in a DraftKings GPP. Why don't you actually try to grab my ass, dude, just in the screen? <laughs> okay, let's. Well, I don't know, because, like, you're over here for me on camera, but I feel like if I reach here, I'm going to maybe. Wait, I'm gonna... <laughs> Okay, like, oh, if I go over here, okay. Oh, dude, oh, that tickles. <laughs> oh, it tickles. <laughs> I guess this is why I it took promise- us so long to do a power hour. <laughs> whatever, whatever you have done on this show before, you can't ever top what just happened. <laughs> you, have you ever seen another man prostate his beloved podcast partner's <laughs> prostate on a show? I would say probably not. 38th pick, Cincinnati Bengals taking Alex Leatherwood. <laughs> dude, you had me at Leatherwood, dude. I So there's actually this site. Um, it's like Yelp, but for women who hook up with mans. And I've gotten Leatherwood a lot of times <laughs> in the comments. That's good. We got the 39th pick, Carolina Panthers, taking Wyatt Davis, an offensive guard from Ohio State. I like Wyatt Davis because he sounds like a cowboy in Deadwood, and that's about as far as I can go. I was going to say the same thing, dude. Uh, what What's the, the thing the Cowboys do where they take 10 steps and then they turn around and a shoot each a duel. <laughs> Why it sounds like a guy that would do a duel with Mac Jones. I appreciate you letting me answer something as obvious as duel. So it looks like I'm smart too, much like descendants. Like we did that for the people out there. Yeah, dude. I just put it on a tee for you and let you swing. <laughs> Denver Broncos at number 40, take an offensive tackle slash offensive guard. Jackson Carmen from Clemson. Um, great pick. <laughs> That's all I have. Jackson Carmen, dude, sounds like one of these 21st century new age names. You know, there's like a mom that appears in the New York Times and she breastfeeds her child until he's like 13 and he's named like Jackson Carmichael. What's his name? <laughs> Jackson Carmen. Jackson Carmen is how it's spelled. Yeah, dude. Uh, he's he's very, uh, 
I think I've made my point. <laughs> <laughs> he could also be a great like Top Gear host with the last name Carmen and Carman, and it said he's the Carmans is what he should be. Dude, you had me at Mans. <laughs> Detroit Lions at number forty-one taking linebacker Nick Bolton from Missouri, and um, I guess by the the standards you gave earlier, you could be related to to Nick Young, Swaggy P from the NBA. By traditional standards, you could be related to Michael Bolton. Those are the two things that come to mind for me. Yeah, the, the Lions, I mean, it's not like they just desperately need a receiver more than anything else in the world. Otherwise, it's going to be like fucking Danny Amendola catching 200 balls next year. But yeah, go ahead. Draft an off-ball linebacker. Yeah. Danny Amendola, best balls looking good right now. New York Giants taking center. Landon Dickerson, Alabama. What is what are they naming people at Alabama? <laughs> so Spags, one thing I like to say about centers and offensive linemen in general is they're like condoms, and you got to put a condom over your Dickerson to protect your Danny Jays. Okay. Forty-three. The Niners taking Jabril Cox from LSU, and I. Uh, you got any thoughts on that name? No, you had me at Cox, dude. I love a nice Cox in the second round. We got Dallas Cowboys. Here's a, here's a spelling bee one. Taking interior defensive lineman Aleem McNeil from NC State. I, say the first name again. Aleem. 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 Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> My name's Aleem. I'm from NC State. Hello. Can you give me the country of origin? <laughs> NC State, Carolina. <laughs> oh, one of those Carolina words. Okay. Aleem. E L I E E M. Aleem. A L I M. A L I M. Yeah. So that's with like Will I Ams. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. He's probably related to Will I Am based upon the previous <laughs> standards given. He's a dyslexic coven of Will cousin. Neither of Will can I, I, Lou. Neither can I. <laughs> Poor Lou cannot tell if this is a bit or actual names. I, I can tell you these are apparently actual names. Unless PFF is doing a next level comedy on us doing this a pseudo comedy that we're doing here while drinking a beer. Dude, also, we got to don't put it word. don't put it past PFF, dude. Every time I go to that site, they're doing an elaborate Andy Kaufman bit, dude. Those guys are like comedic geniuses over there, especially that fucking dude in accounting that I hate. <laughs> number forty five. This is actually just funny. This is PFS pick for number forty five. Jacksonville Jaguars taking wide receiver Diami Brown <laughs> see so another wide receiver for Jacksonville and poor LaVisca do you think he's just standing there like the the white cat meme just shrugged shoulders confused so, he's actually a very versatile player and I actually call him dynamic Brown Spags <laughs> how do you spell Diami I actually know this because I have seen him in like the late second of some dynasty rookie drafts and it's D-Y-A-M-I yeah, all right, you nailed it. It's not spelled like Miami, though, despite what people may think out there. Bienvenido, a Diami. <laughs> yes, that's that's what he should do for his touchdown dances. Recreate. Dude, he should go. Okay, we need um, we need uh, Zaven the Raven, and we need Bienvenido, a Diami. We need Diami Brown going to the Miami Dolphins. Fins up, Patrick Laird, our savior. Uh, 46 pick Atlanta Falcons taking cornerback Elijah Molden, who is apparently less valued than that other pick. 47th pick, though, going to the Chargers and Tyson Campbell from Georgia, another cornerback. Did you just do multiple picks in a row? <laughs> we already did Elijah Molden. I don't know if we had any more to add for him. Wait, did Molden go in the first round of the other mock? <laughs> he sure did. And he slipped all the way to the mid-second <laughs> in this mock? 
<laughs> it's true. A lot, a lot of differing opinions about Elijah Molden, apparently. Dude, can these fucking mock drafters get on the same page, dude? They're ruining the premise for our show right now, dude. <laughs> it's, it's it's really their fault. That's the main thing I would like to do is pass the buck on to them and not our, our lack of... We prep for clocks on the screen. We prep for everything besides the actual picks. Uh, we got the Chargers at 47 taking Tyson Campbell from Georgia, another cornerback. Oh, and Pete's gone. Oh, no. Uh, the man's is gone. I don't know. Hopefully, he will find his way back to the stream because I'm going to be fucking lost here. Oh, okay. the man's is back. Two things. I did accidentally close out the stream, but I also was saying I do need to go get another drink, dude, because the sour hour has run dry. Uh, I will be right back. You need to continue okay. to vamp. Yeah, no, I'll continue to vamp, even Talk though you are so far behind on the actual power hour concept, I, man. This is what, what what you need to do. No, my, my bears are bigger than yours, dude. <clears throat> what you need to do is talk about your top three favorite kickers in the NFL draft while I'm gone. <laughs> uh, my top three favorite kickers. Well, you have Emerson Merriworthy from, from Georgia, who looks fantastic from what I've seen during his pro day. Um, I would also say that uh, Colin Gillespie, from uh, UNC, another guy who I would target pretty highly. And at the same time, I think you have to really, like, you would be doing yourself a disservice if you were an NFL team and you need to look very deeply at Terry Betancourt, a Southern Bell from LSU. Just another kicker who has clear upside no matter what they do. Are those names real? Are those names fake? You'll never be able to tell from this stream. But also, Mans, I have to point out, you drank two 16-ounce beers in 50 minutes, so a little bit light on the actual pace. What are you at? I am. Uh, I have one more beer left. Who said 10 minutes were, ago? Who said these were 16 ounce, dude? These might be more, dude. <laughs> That's true because you're so big, the beers look bigger. <laughs> comparison, dude. Let's not be bean counters on this show, dude. Why don't we just acknowledge the friends we have along the ride and maybe that my significant other, who is extremely fed up with me getting beyond wasted on shows early on Friday evenings when it's our only time to hang out during the entire week. Maybe she doesn't want me to just be blottoed out of my mind. Have we considered that? <laughs> I, have we considered that other significant others just tolerate it? <laughs> just take it quietly and resentfully. <laughs> but I guess that's good to know. Are you watching The Circle with the misses at all? The misses you know thing? what? Okay, let's talk about The Circle, dude. Okay, I watched the first episode. I have so many thoughts on The Circle, dude. Let's talk about The Circle. The first season, proof of concept intriguing didn't land for me i'm two episodes into the new one the thing that i am uh i marvel at is the kind of psychopaths that they have to get to go on the show and i don't mean in like the generic reality tv show way because there's tons of them it's the type of people that can be placed in a room by themselves and do entertaining dramatic monologues talking to themselves and you're either like a very talented actor or like a sociopath narcissistic. They seem to have found all the sociopath narcissistic to do this. I mean, the type of person that gets on the circles is a fucking crazy person, dude. I, I agree very much. I think, I also think the other part of it too is like, so the app that they show you on the show on the circle, and I this like, it's could just become of the circle show, is that like, they basically are showing you an app that's not real. They're showing you an app that doesn't exist and they're doing it in posts where they're like, oh yeah, we made this app and these people are talking through it. Those people are just riffing on a screen and then it somehow gets communicated or, or we're missing out on all the conversations. Either way, it's weird, but would be very good. I feel like, man's you would do a killing on the circle because you're all about social media. You're all about being ahead of the trends. That's what it's all about. 
dude, I would love to go on the circle, even though I just kind of bash the entire premise and the type of people that go on it. I would be absolutely honored to go on the circle. I am aiming to get my own movie made first, and then kind of my plan B is to go on the circle. It does seem like the the people in the chat were very enthusiastic for your movie. Some people were saying that man's uh, Coney Dog, man's Escape from Las Vegas would be the movie, or Escape from Man's Vegas, or Fear and Moaning in Man's Vegas. That sounds more like a pornographic film, if we're being honest. That does sound pornographic. Are we having connectivity issues here? You're a little slow. Right you're a little, but you know that's what's going to happen because the man doesn't care about technology besides the NFT product. You just care about that. That's the main thing you do. I care about community is the number one thing I care about. Are you coughing, dude? Are you coughing up a lot? No, that was a burp. That was a very, I'm actually trying to not burp <laughs> into the thing, but uh, yeah, that's, that was me burping. That's my preferred circle is a circle jerks. Oh God. Oh God. There was one time, this is a complete tangent now, but this is where we are. I went on a date once with a girl who uh, we were at some bar in Midtown in New York and she was drinking. I've told the story enough times in, in general in life, but it's one that always stands out to me as like a weird situation where she was drinking a jalapeno beer and would burp and then would blow. Like we go like, would, like cover her mouth and go like blowing it away. And it's one of the most disgusting things I've ever been a party to in my life. <laughs> Dude, that's the grossest <laughs> shit I've ever heard, dude. Well, because, you know, it's a spicy beer. So I guess she had a, a scent hey, that she did. I, I, think, I think it's very hot when a woman <clears throat> takes a pull of the marijuanas and, like, blows it in your face. But that sounds like the the worst version of that. No, blowing blowing burp smoke <laughs> away like your Cruella DeVille <laughs> with a long cigarette is not was not my favorite thing. There was no second date. And it was, I'm, I'm sure there could have been. Because, you know, girls who blow burps away. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't put a ring on that right there, dude. <laughs> um, let's just go to Mr. Irrelevant because we got three minutes left. I think there's a hard out for the man, too, so we got to make sure to take advantage of his time. Uh, the Bucks here's going to shot. Here's going to be a shocker for you, man. They're going to take an edge rusher, according to PFF. Joe Tryon from Washington. How do you spell that? Tryon? I think I'm going to say it is. Let's see, dude. So it's Joe is the first name? Yeah. It's okay. spelled like you would think. Okay. J-O-E space T-R-Y dash O-N. <laughs> so no dash. Everything else you got right. Here's one more, though, for you. PFF at 62 as the Packers taking Levi on Wuzurike. <laughs> I would love to take a stab at this one. Levi. L E V I space on Ruza week a O N U R E Z I Q U E E O N W U Z U R I K E on Wuzurike. Close enough, dude. If we're being honest, uh, yeah, honestly, you're as good as anybody would have gotten here, man. I feel like we're we're low on time. I don't know that we've plugged the giveaway nearly enough. <laughs> But, no, I think we're doing good on the giveaway. Last I checked, there were like 23 people in it. I, I just posted it in the in the chat again. Both chats, splash plays. But make sure, like any giveaways, you read the fine print. You must be subscribed to the Splash Play YouTube channel. You must be subscribed to this Beta Cuck Overzets YouTube channel. You must fill out the form. Whoever is closest, whoever gets the most things correct about the NFL draft, you will get a man's coin. Both the NFTs and the unlocked physical version spags spags Ooh. do you have an open c account 
I, I do not yet. I've thought about selling some of my infamous tweets from back in the day for money on whatever that was, is, but I've not gotten there yet. I, I must now, after doing this show with you, a great OpenSea influencer. What's uh, What would be your number one tweet? Which which tweet do you think would go for the most money on the open seas? I think a person might pay a couple hundred dollars for to own my, is Rihanna going to be being fat, the hot new trend tweet? I would guess somebody would buy that. The, the tweet that got you canceled? <laughs> the tweet that got me canceled where I learned then, uh, I guess, how to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I would buy that, dude, just so I could. In in theory, you know, own you getting canceled. I think that would be fun for me. I look, I think that'd be fun for a lot of people out there. So maybe at some point that'll be my sale, but it's no man's coin. And man's, what else are you doing here coming up? And besides joining the pack drop for a stress test here for, for Top Shot? Honestly, like my number one thing is just building community. That's kind of the one thing that I do. I hang out in my discords, I hang out on the Twitters, I get paid. I get laid, dude. I talk about offensive linemen and I do analogies about them being like condoms. That's, you know, honestly, you're adding value to the marketplace. Wait, was this pack drop just starting? Because I'm 99,000, but I don't know if I missed the actual drop. <laughs> okay. How many total packs did they say? I... 100,000. Okay. I'm 30,000, dude. So, so I'm just going to wait around all day. No, dude. no, no. You put your email in, you put your email in, and they'll email you. <laughs> Okay, I guess I'll do it that way. Thank you, man. You're such a crypto expert, and I don't know why I haven't leaned Dude, on you more. It it honestly is beneath me going for a $9 pack, but I do it for the community because the community enjoys it. So I want to be clear. I, just for the sake of completion for a show, I have finished one. There might be some drip lists, but one. Oh, okay. <laughs> one. Two. Mines are always like a little bit of like post cum for these beers after three. I'm sure gonna, your girlfriend's gonna love you just pouring little sips of beer on your carpet. I'm pouring into my hands to be. Oh my god, the wiser too much of that one. Four beers, and I'm finishing the fifth one. Each twelve ounces. Okay. I have completed the power hour. Let's do. Let's do another thing though. Tell me what your ABV is, bro. Uh, for a Miller Light, I presume like four. <laughs> So it's a okay, trash dude. one, but I'll tell you, my belly right now is chock full of domestic American beer. I'd just like to tell you, I'm up in the 5.2 to 5.8 range over here. So oh, maybe yeah, Miller Light is 4.2, apparently. Okay. All right. Well, so, yeah, that's kicking in the high gear, dude. Uh, yeah. And Fred's the... pointing out, I failed the drip test. I did fail the drip test. That's true. I failed that in many ways in life. You oh, know God. what? I would say, but by all other metrics, the smash play sour hour was a rousing success. I, I'm glad you've rebranded the show as smash play. It was a smash play of a splash play. Um, I think people should follow. What is the man's Twitter handle? I know I followed it from splash play today, but I don't recall what it is offhand. So it's very simple. It's my name. It's at Pete Manzanelli. And then what is your dad's Twitter handle? Then? Cause he, he must've missed out then on at Pete Manzanelli. He's at Pete Manzanelli Senior, but I don't know if he actually claimed his account. He's more busy on Parlor these days because Twitter has stripped him of his freedom of speech. Okay, yeah, I think I think we've covered it all. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the channels. Check the link in the description to enter the giveaway of that Man's Coin, a Man's Coin NFT. You cannot get any better than to get that for free just for guesses, some draft picks. 
And uh, anything else you want to say here, man? The floor is yours. You've been such a great guest. Ar arguably, we've had so many luminaries on the show. Matthew Barry, the Josh Norris of the world, the, the Pat Doherty's, all these guys. Mans, you might be the most credible of them all. So give the people your big plug here, your final sign-off. Dude, I love giving people my big plug. Normally, I keep that to the bedroom. But on here, I would love to give everybody my big plug. Just follow Splash Blade, dude. These guys, they put in a lot of work. They have a lot of heart. They're kind of like the Rudies of the podcasting in industry. And like maybe they'll end up in the Hall of Fame for not really doing much at all. And that's just kind of their, their lot in life. We we sacrifice it all for you guys. Next week, there'll be another show. Are we doing a cross? Mans, do you know Pete had mentioned we're doing oh, a cross? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're so doing something I, next week. <laughs> I believe the regular splash plays will not be occurring next week, but there will be a Thursday night round one NFL draft streams, a little merger with splash plays, with ship chasings, draft hangs. So yeah, tune in round one. Spags and Overzets, the crew will be there. Thank you, thank you, Mance. I'm so glad you know all these things. Somehow he's always keyed in on everything. So make sure you are supporting your man's coins. We appreciate you guys. Subscribe to the Peach channel, subscribe to the Splash Play channel because we're going to be back with you guys again very soon. Thank you for watching and tolerating this, <laughs> this shit show. We had a lot of fun. Thank you guys. Bye. Peace out.